and welcome to Don't Feed the Geeks, presented by the Long Island Comic Guys, the masters of the geeky-verse. Well, welcome back, geek freaks. I am TC, joined as always by JJ. What's up, guys? And Toy Story. What is up? Guys, we have a cool episode for you today. Uh, I feel like it's always a topic for conversation. People always have this on their mind. They always ask you what side you're on. We always bring it up, and then we say we'll talk about it later. So that's yeah. later. <laughs> so, now, so guess what? Now is later. Yeah. Now now or later. <laughs> is this now I used to love those. I used to love those. The watermelons were great. Yeah, they, they would pull your teeth. If you ever had loose teeth, those would pull them right oh. out for you. <laughs> um, we're going to talk a little bit Marvel Universe versus DC Universe. I think this is going to be kind of specifically in the movie realm. I mean, the comic book realm, we'd have to do like an entire series on this if oh, we're going to yeah. uh, dive into like the comics and stuff like that. Who's better, who's not. And it's just like they're both about cool. I'm going to be honest with you. It depends what decade you're talking about yeah. <laughs> uh, at the end of the day. So I guess let's dive into, I think there's been, you know, a lot more from Marvel recently. So let's dive into kind of like what has Marvel done and what have they done? Right. Mm -hmm. Do you recently, re recently, like what the last 10, 20 years, well, since, <laughs> since, uh, since the MCU started, I guess we could say, yeah, like, I mean, so we're, we're starting from like aqua, uh, uh sorry. Aquaman. Iron Man. <laughs> yes. And and when I'm talking about the DC movie universe too, I'm mm -hmm. not talking about like Batman 89 or like I, I'm talking, you know, first like Man of Steel, like starting with Man of Steel when they mm -hmm. tried to make this like interconnected universe. Like we're not throwing in like the uh the Christian Bale Batmans and stuff like that. Those are yeah. those are kind of on their own and those are fantastic. So but mm -hmm. you know, they they didn't they didn't have as great ambitions as some of these other ones that they're doing. Yeah, had so. Um, anybody want to start? What do you guys think they've done well? So I'll start something that I just thought that I just thought of when thinking about it. I think like consistency, right? Yeah. But in the sense that consistency doesn't automatically mean that something's going to be good, right? I mean, comic books have consistently been coming out on Wednesday since the beginning of time, and there's lots of crappy stuff that come out. But. With these movies, the fact that they've stayed consistent, they've released, you know, there hasn't been these giant lulls, there hasn't been these crazy casting changes and trying to, you know, um, pawn things off or pretend have, pretending like something is what it's not. You know, they've, they, they've kept this thread running for the last 10, 15 years, whatever it is. I mean, when you think about it, the only person they really ever replaced was Don Cheadle. And I forgot what the other guy's name is. I, I did it this, the same thing. No, yeah, no. no, but you see, that was kind of a. You're, you're right. They did do the Norton. It was very early on. And that I was think before that was, everything was a thing, though. So, and, and <laughs> they kind of they also rented that too, where it was just like Ed Norton had the chance <laughs> to do it, and Ed Norton's like, absolutely not. He's like, I thought this was like a one and done. I was like, I'm good. It's like I'm not signing up for ten years. <laughs> um, yeah, I I agree with you. I think you know someone. Uh, there was a guy on on Instagram who was like. Like, is there a bad Marvel movie? And it's just like, yeah, like they have some that aren't great, but are any of them horrible? No, I think even like Marvel's worst movie is still like, oh, we no, lost so him. Come on back. Did not care for my comments. <laughs> um, Damn, shoot wow. him off. Hold on, he's back. He's back, people. There he is. Wow, if you don't back. like what I have to say, you don't have to leave. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm always up for a debate. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what I was saying is like, listen, like, I feel like Marvel's worst movie is still probably like the top three of DC's movies at this point. And it's just, you know, not because, you know, even their weak movie. And I, like, I don't think they're bad movies. I think just they've ra- they've risen, raised the bar so high that when they don't meet it, people are like, yeah, you kind of didn't meet where you've set our expectations at this point. In the sense that like a seven out of 10 movie would be considered not good. Right. And like, you know, we're going into where any other movie would be considered probably pretty good. I I don't remember what I gave Captain Marvel, but like it had to be at lowest of seven, like Age of Ultron, which I think and Thor Ragnarok, Thor Ragnarok, I still think is their weakest movie. You mean Dark World? Yes. Sorry. Dark World. And that's probably like a six, five. Yeah. Uh, And meanwhile, if you want to talk like Suicide Squad one, you're talking like 0.515. Point five one fives. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll go as high as a one eight. <laughs> yeah, like they've never had anything truly awful like that. No, there there hasn't been a Marvel Cinematic Universe bomb. And I think so. One of the things, and one of the things I kind of brought uh, wanted to bring up was the casting. I mean, l- listen, like it's you can have a great cast and still have a terrible movie. I think it's not just the casting; it's the chemistry they get w- along with the casting they're like hey yeah you know we're gonna get these people and they don't always go after the biggest stars i mean you, you look at some of these people and like yeah they're rising and they're sh- pretty big i think probably the biggest star when they hired them was maybe scarlett johansson like she was already kind of like a household name when they brought her on or samuel L. jackson yeah samuel L. jackson's probably the biggest star yeah right from, from those really but you know they never really gave him a starring he was always kind of co-starring i guess like you supporting know, role Hansen did yeah for a lot of those movies but all the other people were kind of like in the middle you know i mean the biggest person they're going to bring in now is probably ryan reynolds now that he's officially you know technically part of the marvel universe but it's not just the the castings it's the chemistry and and that's something i didn't kind of make notes on but it it just seemed to come out organically as we were talking about mm-hmm. it and I graduated. And, and also the character development of those of those right. actors. I mean, you, you know, you 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 see the whole trans transformation from beginning to start of where they started and how you know where they started and where they ended up. I mean, you see a a huge the fact that um, they share the movies that they like over the last ten years. They're in each other's movies. You get to see them grow. Right, rather than grow, just right. over one two-hour movie or a couple two-hour right. movies. Like you don't try to introduce like someone you've never met before in this like one movie. You know, it's somebody that you've seen before. You've had an interaction with them. It's not like forced, and that's the thing with DC. It's very forced, and it's just it's it's not. Like it's you. You don't give the chance to build up this character. It's just like, hey, we're like three years behind the Avengers. Let's just throw everyone in this movie. Like, all right, we did a Batman, we did a Superman movie, we have a Wonder Woman movie. All right, these three other characters, we're just gonna throw them in, and you, and you know who they are, right? Mm-hmm. Flash, Cyborg, Aquaman. Like, yeah, it's it's those guys. You know, we we showed you a little clip of them, like a picture in the last movie. So yeah, that was our character development. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, and unfortunately, you know, Marvel's owned by Disney. I mean, they have the funds to do this, to make this, you know, this amount of movies, to put all this money into that. You know, does Warner Brothers have that? 
I don't uh, listen. Maybe Warner Brothers isn't on the same. They got Disney money, but they're not. Yeah, they probably don't have Disney money. But you can always, I feel like, make up for that with really good stories. People always try and throw money at like effects to make up for it. I think if you tell like a great story, like you know, you spend some money on costumes and like set designs and stuff like that. Like FX, like I don't know if it's super expensive. Like if you do practical effects, like it probably still looks just as good as like, don't, and, and that's the thing. Like, I feel like they try to compete with them on the wrong things. Don't try to like compete on like, you know, special effects and like stuff like that. And like character, you know, you know, the number of characters you have in the movie, but then say, Hey, you know, I'm going to go so dark that, you know, it's going to teeter the line of whether or not this is like a family movie. And that's the thing too. Like, I'm fine with it being like a PG-13 movie, but then when you go so dark and and one of my biggest gripes is their is their storylines is just like they rush this movie out. They have like this brought out story, and this um, Zack Snyder thing is a great example. You know, he had this like really big, you know, um, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Epic vision. He had this big vision for it, which should have been two freaking movies, just like they should did. Have been. In the end game thing. Yep. And that's how they should have released it. And then, you know, they cobbled together this like nonsense, but he was guilty of it too. Like, I don't know if they did the same thing to him on Batman versus Superman. I hated that movie. Like, it made no sense to me whatsoever. I was like, I actually liked the Justice League movie, yeah. like, before they revamped it more than I liked the Batman versus Superman one. I did and recently it, watch the extended, the ultimate, the extended edition of Batman Superman. It is slightly better. Very slightly. I watched it. It makes like, more sense, but. A little bit. There's like two scenes that make yeah. more sense. Yeah. But I mean, like, it makes more sense now that, like, you know, you saw that whole epic thing and, like, yeah. you know, Martin, um, Superman versus Batman coupled with, like, the full Snyder Justice League movie, everything makes more sense now. But, you know, they're shooting themselves in the foot by, like, refusing to go back to that. Like, I just don't understand what it is let's focus more on like what what marvel has done right <laughs> we, we started attacking dc you're gonna there's gonna be a bias here but i'm I've, i feel like we're trying to go with facts yeah, <laughs> right definitely yeah it's just overwhelming <laughs> and, I'm a big, and i'm a big dc fan i'm a huge dc fan i what love superman. superman is my all-time favorite superhero and you know half my room is superman yeah and they just can't they just can't get it right and i like him too and i think they're, like we're saying, you know, we said chemistry. I think they did have some good chemistry with people, but again, like it doesn't see it. It seemed like very rushed, and they didn't have. You, a lot can't, of time you can't invent character development. It needs to just. It needs to happen. Right. I mean, you need like a couple of the characters to spend like a decent amount of time together. Like I feel like they had a little bit more of like Bruce and Diana yeah. in the second one, and like that was a little yeah. bit better. But then you know you don't have anyone. There's no. Like, why are Superman and and Batman friends at this point? Like, mm -hmm. he killed them and like, hey, we fought. And now we're buddies. Like, yeah. there's like no relationship there. And I, I mean, I liked Henry Cavill as Batman, and I thought, uh, and I thought Ben Affleck was okay. I liked his Batman. I didn't like his Bruce Wayne. And I think that's the part that they miss out on too. They they only focus on developing the characters as superhero, like the writing and like. The alter ego, I feel like they did a little bit better with Wonder Woman, but it's only because she really never stops being Wonder Woman when you think about it. She's yeah. Wonder Woman. That's true. That's a good point. 
But I've always been, and this is probably a stickler point because I'm a Superman guy. I feel like there's the differentiation between Clark Kent and Superman is such a big thing that needs to be respected. And I feel like they just kind of let that go completely. And like, listen, like I get he's a goofball and like the seventies, like Christopher Reeve version doesn't necessarily work, but I feel like they barely even tried to like give him his own character and build it up. It's just like, he's always Superman, but yeah. All right. So going back to what Marvel's done, right. Let's go back to that. So obscure characters. I mean, let's think of it this way. We've said this how many times, if you could ask people in 2006, 2007, if you went on the street, let's say a city block for like 30 minutes and you asked people if they knew who Iron Man was, how many people do you think would be able to tell you Iron Man's Tony Stark? Yeah. Like, let's do a percentage. Do you think five? Five percent, <laughs> you think? Do you think five or ten? Or do you think it'd be higher? Mm, definitely well. Random, I don't know. Random city street in Manhattan. It's probably like, like you're, you know what? You're probably right. Like probably five to ten percent. I think no more than that. Yeah. And they banked this entire, maybe it wasn't necessarily this entire universe. And people don't give enough respect to the fact that Iron Man only happened because they got saved by uh, Wesley Snipes and Blade to even <laughs> still be a studio. But, and he should get some props for that. But, I mean, they've managed to make obscure characters into like freaking money making legends. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't call Iron Man obscure even at that point. Like he was, he's he an original Avenger, but in terms of just the average Joe knowing him. You know? Right. So in terms of like, I think even the Marvel Universe in general, I feel like outside of Spider-Man, Captain America, Hulk, like how many people can really, could before all this happened, could identify anybody else? Like, do you think people knew who Ant-Man and the Wasp were? No also original Avengers? Mm-hmm. I mean, do you think people knew who Loki was? Maybe Thor? Maybe... Like you had Thor because he's in Greek mythology, and you know you've seen him pop up a few times here or there. Yeah, but totally. Other than that, I mean, like the Punisher was a bigger character. That's true. He was. Yeah. Iron Man was before that. He had multiple movies. So, like, I'm trying to look at my wall here and think. Like, <laughs> no, I think I think you're absolutely right, and the fact that they went with him as their first movie to do that with. You know, show, like it's. I think it's very interesting that they chose him first of all. I mean, Warner Brothers or whoever. I guess it must be Warner Brothers. Like they don't have like the bravery to do any obscure character. It's like we're gonna do Superman again. We're gonna do Batman. I was shocked they did not. We're gonna do Superman again. We're gonna do. Hey, by the way, we're we have four Batman movies coming out this year, all different Batmans. (laughs) What? Like, oh, so they're going to link up? It's going to be like a multiverse thing? No, it's all single stories. They're not related to any each other at all. I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> well, but why? <laughs> and it's just, I mean, they they can't get this. And, and the thing with Marvel is like, listen, I understand wanting to be different. And, and this is a point you wanted to make, I know. It's You can be different, but don't try to make it to the point where you're going to be so different that you're going to turn people off. People at this point are not interested in these movies unless it all connects. Mm-hmm. Like it has to connect. It has mm-hmm. to be interconnected. If you want to do a couple things solo, that's fine, but you have to get a universe under control. And that might be Marvel's fault, honestly, for doing that. Oh, I mean, it, it maybe it is their fault, but they're like, hey, this is going to be amazing. It's what I, works. I, I mean, think about it this way. 
So before that, you had Spider-Man, you had Blade, you had a couple Hulk movies, and they would be big for like one or two movies, right? You got what we get three out of Spider-Man, and it was tough to get that third one. And there was supposed to be a fourth one, but nobody wanted to do it. Nobody was into it. Right now, they're making cash cows planned 10, 20 years in advance. Mm -hmm. I mean, these are amazing characters. They've been around for 50, 60, 75, 80 years, if you want to count how long DC's characters have been around. It's like, they're not going away anytime soon. Movies is like the biggest place you're going to grow and bring more fans into it. Just like, like, why wouldn't you make a world like this? And again, with all this multiverse stuff, you can keep doing it past the actors that are in it too. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, they're like, hey, like we're not, I mean, you think Disney's going to be like, okay, we're going to buy this Marvel thing for a billion dollars and then maybe we get 20 years out of it? No, they're going to get until the apocalypse out of it. <laughs> Honestly, mean, yeah. The truth <laughs> of it. And like, I don't understand like on the Warner Brothers side, why don't they don't understand that? You have, in my opinion, I love the Marvel characters and there's so many great ones, but you have the greatest superheroes in existence on the DC side and all you manage to do is screw them up over and over again and listen you've even screwed them up this iteration but you can still fix them like a hope isn't all lost and i and this episode is not going to go to this planet at all because <laughs> jumping all over the place and i feel like i'm going on like this tirade but um you know they, they and again like we've said this before too they have the right people in charge like, you know, you have fanboys, like, I mean, even like, we'll throw Star Wars in the ring here, like Dave Filoni, we spoke about him how many times, mm-hmm. you know, Kevin Feige, they love this stuff, they love, like, I, I don't know, they, they've had, what was that other guy who got fired from DC recently, he's working independent, he was like the lead guy, who I've heard is like a creep. Um, At DC Comics? Yeah, who is the, uh, Jeff Johns. Uh, Jeff Johns, Jeff Johns like, like, is like, they had him in their rear, but maybe they weren't listening to him, or, like, it's hard to know, like, you know the truth about it but like these architects like you don't know who the architect is yeah like, you really don't people who know who kevin feige is at yeah. this point. again like another random person like you know who he is especially if you're into this stuff like I, if i tell my wife like oh he's the guy he, marvel universe that's him she's like okay cool i understand mm-hmm. like right. you can't point like like there probably is a person but if you point to them i don't know who that who that person is i think when we watched like the dc fandom thing there was some guy i was like Oh, that's the guy. It was so weird. It was like, so there was like four people just like, hey, I do this part. Hey, I do this part. Hey, I was like, no, you need one guy does it all. Does it all. <laughs> I mean, and and listen, like, are they going to last forever? No, but then you have the right people under them. And like, I just don't, I just don't understand. All right, let's talk. What has DC done good? Maybe we should, maybe we should go there to make this a little bit, not so much one side. All right, I'll start with that. So I happen to really like the, um, a lot of the darker tone stuff they've done. Here's my thing with it. And I'm going to go, okay. I love it. I think it's, I love movies like that, that are dark and serious and, you know, attack things that are topics that are uncomfortable. Um, They do it too much. They don't mix it up enough. In my opinion, Marvel doesn't do enough of that stuff. Also, when you yeah. say when you say darker, what are you talking about? Stuff like Joker and like mental like, health and stuff like no, that. not not even that. Just like how it was not, not even attacking like tackling. I keep saying attacking, not even tackling a serious subject. Just like the tone and the you know, the the tone of the movie, how you feel watching it. Um, I feel like Joker did that. I feel like even like Justice League, the Snyder Cut did that. Um, I really like that stuff, and I feel like Marvel doesn't do enough of that. 
Yeah, but the problem with that, I mean, I, I love that Joker movie. It was, it was unbelievable. But the, again, that doesn't tie into anything. It's just, it's its own standalone movie. Right. And that's part of the whole problem of all this. And I think part of that too is, I, I think, and, and I'm going to, and this is one of the things I wrote down for for Marvel as well. I think they they go too comedic. So I do agree with you on that level. Mm-hmm. I do th- They do emotional stuff well. I feel like they bring motion. They they generate feelings out of stuff, but it is very comedic, and I do think they they rely too heavily on comedy sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, Thor Ragnarok I thought was fantastic. I don't even think you could call that like anything other than a straight comedy. That was almost like a slapstick movie. Yeah, to a certain degree, but I mean, it was enjoyable. And listen, I like the dark undertones of DC as well. But they're all again, they're shooting themselves in the foot because hey, by the way, you want to sell toys, right? You want to get the right people into this. Mm-hmm. They're not family friendly, like Suicide Squad. I was like, yeah, like Deadpool, fine, mm-hmm. like you can get away with that rated R one movie. You can't make all your movies like that. Suicide Squad is like that, yeah, um, definitely not. You know, Batman versus Superman, like, like hey, Batman and Superman are about to kill each other. Like, it's like that was a very dark fight, yeah, you know, like it wasn't like you know, if you're like a an eight-year-old kid and like you got to remember now too like matt i don't know how much you can relate to this jj probably more these kids today are very soft like, like <laughs> they're very soft and sensitive and that's not a bad thing i think it's all you know evolution and stuff like that so they take this stuff a lot harder than like you know i went to go see the master universe 1987 three years old i saw skeletor on screen i'm gonna shit my pants but you know <laughs> i was like okay this is what i saw batman 89 i was five years old you know, this guy drops, you know, Jack Nicholson into a vat of liquid. I think my daughter saw that now and he comes out, she'd be flipping out. But, you know, it's it, it's tough, too, that they're – I think they can be dark without going like that almost rated R tone. You know, it's – I feel like they're just – and I, I finally watched that Harley movie, right? Oh, The Birds of Prey? Yeah, and it's just like even the sets look cheap, and it's just like it seemed like they spent eighty five dollars making that movie. <laughs> it like looks like went, I recently saw it myself, um, and it looked like they went to a carnival, went to the fun house at the carnival, and used that as a set. Yeah, like it looked like it was made in like Bed Stuy, like they filmed it over there. Um, but we were talking about positives for DC. Yeah, let's go. We back still haven't gotten any. I mean, we haven't. We haven't gotten many. <laughs> positive, I mean. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't even say the Aquaman was a positive. I mean, it was a good movie. I, I don't even. Uh, so it's so disappointing. I do think Aquaman was a good DC movie. Like again, it would like fall in the middle of the Marvels for me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my favorite movie, and you, I know you guys disagree, is Man of Steel. I think that's the best one they've done. I think Wonder Woman could have been the best one they did if the second half wasn't so bad. Um, but yeah, I think Wonder. The only movies I thought were good have been Man of Steel, Wonder Woman, and Aquaman. And I probably would put Aquaman at two just because the movie made. And that's the problem with them too. Like some of them just don't make sense. The yeah. stories are written so poorly, yeah. and we're gonna say something. Po- I, we just said we like three movies that DC made. That counts as positive. It does. 
But I mean, the writing, even for those, like I get, you know, why some. They want to get them out too quick. That's the problem. It's just, it seems like they're more concerned with just making the money. They're like, oh, how, how much did it do? All right, fine. Let's revamp it again. Yeah. It's just like, you can't just give up on it. And it seems like, and from, from even hearing from like the people who are on the teams there, you know, that's just the message you get. It's like, they don't care about it the way these guys do. Yep. And, and you know, people, you know, harp on Disney, like, oh, it's going to be watered down. It's going to be, but Disney mm-hmm. cares about mm-hmm. the fan or the customer's experience. Mm-hmm. Like they're very, you know, concentrated on, you know, what are people going to like? What do people want to see? And have they stumbled? Sure. Like, I'm going to tell you, Miss Marvel's probably one of the weakest ones for me. Like, I just don't, like, Captain out Marvel. of all the castings I've loved, like, I just don't like her as Carol Danvers. I don't think she's a great uh, – I don't think she was a great choice. I think there was a lot of better ones. But, I mean, you know, when you're when you're batting, you know, 300 and, and you make – and you swing and miss at one, I think it's okay. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can't that, hit it on the head every time. That was a baseball reference. <laughs> I, I know I know that, at least. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's – and again, I, I don't even know what we can say at this point. So, so we let, let's talk about Marvel's weaknesses because we, we, we've harped on DCs. I think we've said overly comedic. Um, I feel like they could be a bit formulaic at times, which is could be a pl- which is a plus that we've talked about because it works, you know. But also, um, it it could get a little a little, for lack of a better word, boring sometimes because you know how this is going to play out essentially. Which I think they're trying to fix though mm-hmm. right now, right? Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, like post Loki, like, yeah. what's happening next? Absolutely, yeah. So I think that's just another example. And again, I don't know why I just feel like I'm defending them just because I know that they're better. But you know, <laughs> I, I agree with you for sure. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I guess to their favor, but maybe also a weakness, is they do try to keep pretty. Um, line or respect more the comic storyline. <laughs> the side of the the pond does. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I'm fine. I'm fine. Like I said, I'm fine. I, I think I said this before. I'm fine with them changing stuff too. But like, at least, like you said, pay respect to it. You know, right. Don't say. Don't blatantly ignore something big, or you know, try and cobble six Batman stories into one movie. Right. And that was just so frustrating. I was just like. I don't know if that was at a necessity just because he wanted to build this bigger universe and they were cutting him short, but like I still didn't, I had no idea where they were going with that movie. It was just like, is this supposed to be a dream? And then like, you got this guy coming from the future. Is this real? Like, like what is a dream? What isn't It's just, uh, we were talking about Batman versus Superman, if that wasn't clear, but um, I mean, I, so I think another thing is, and you know, we've spoke about, you know, how great the cast has been for Marvel but now it's it's kind of they're going into I guess not dangerous territory, but it's a little unsure because you have a lot of newcomers coming back at this point. I mean, you really you, you have the Guardians of the Galaxy, like that whole cast is still here. You have Hemsworth, who probably will never leave. Um, I, Ruffalo is still here. You know, the, we've lost the big kind of big three. In you know, we lost. Um, Robert Downey Jr. And also, did you hear about how he un unfollowed everyone from Marvel? No. Like all his castmates, he's on. He's really? on all of them on social media. Yeah. Wow. Uh, um, 
I think that just means he's like, hey, I'm not coming back. I'm done with superhero stuff. Uh, you know, we've lost Chris Evans and we've lost um, Scarlett Johansson, which I think I spoke about this rumor last time is maybe. <laughs> and again, like with this whole multiverse thing. Anything could happen now. But I mean, listen, if I were them, I would try to build this next generation. I think so far we've gotten, you know, good things with, What's this girl's name? Florence Pugh. Um, you know, we still have Bucky and and. Uh, There's gonna be familiar faces sprinkled in with the new guys. Yeah, and, and you know, know, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy were new at that. Who the hell knew the Guardians of the Galaxy when that came out? Uh, another even obscure, less than New Iron Man. Reference, yeah. You know, I, I mean, and, they, and, and now everybody knows Guardians of the Galaxy. Doctor so, Strange. Yeah, I mean, he's another guy who hasn't really gotten as much. I think he could really like. He's another guy who's a fantastic actor. I really yeah. hope. Oh my God. I, I've heard that Loki's going to be a part of that movie. I really would like to get more interaction with those two. Yeah, that would be great. That, that would be a great. Um, a little bit we saw in Thor Ragnarok yeah. was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he may he may be the central part of this whole thing now. You know, where Iron Man was in the very beginning. You know, uh, especially with this. You know. What is it? The multiverse of madness or whatever? Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. It's, I mean, it may, it does make a lot of sense. Like, it, it's try. It's hard to actually think who would be the focal point going forward. I mean, like you know, you're gonna have, you know, Mackie's cap and you know whatever role Bucky's gonna take on, uh, and then like you have Hulk, but we don't know what he's you know where he's gonna play or end up in this mm -hmm. spider-man how much do we how much do we have left of him at this point yeah, right. two more movies or is that's it, like on a th hanging on a thread yeah so it's it's really interesting and you know the, and, you know and sitting here talking about this and, the, and in the back of my mind i'm going we can't say anything like this about the dc universe because you know you know what they're, I'm all gonna gone, say? they're all gone alfred was a great casting. Alfred's a great. Yeah, <laughs> I love Jeremy Irons. <laughs> uh, I don't think they're all gone. I think so. We still have another Jason Momoa movie coming up, right? Yes. Um, we have Flashpoint. I think Flash. So, so let's get into this. And so we've. Well, when, I mean, most of these characters we only know now because of the stupid four-hour Justice League movie, right? <laughs> We yeah, wouldn't have known that. We wouldn't have known anything about them or them, these people playing these characters, if not for that, you know? Yeah, a little bit, I think. Um, all right, so what I was going to say is, like, we're done with Marvel. We've propped them up. I don't think they can be propped up anymore. Oh. So DC now, right? What are the hopes for DC? Like, what can they do to, you know, turn, turn out of the storm here? To come out of the storm. So I have. Uh, I mean, I can start it off if you guys want to go from there. So I think this Flashpoint movie has the ability to save all this stuff. Uh, they have Michael Keaton. Like they're bringing in amazing elements. Mm -hmm. Now I want to get excited about this, but I've seen the past eight movies at this point, so I'm not allowing myself to. But, you know, we've seen this, you know, the clips of, you know, this random Batman, Bat, um, Batflip, Batman. You know, we're getting this Ezra, not Ezra Bridger, what's his name? <laughs> Ezra, um, oh, crap. You know? Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller. Get him in it, you know. There's rumors that even the Grant Gustafson TV version might be in this. We're getting a Supergirl in it. It seems positive. Yeah. 
I mean, you know, there's didn't uh, what 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 the Rock? You know, we also have the Black Adam movie coming. Yes, up. we what, do. What's the Rock saying as well? So the Rock's been posting a lot on Instagram about like finishing up production for Black Adam because he always posts about his movies. Yeah. And he's every single post he's ended it with the hierarchy of power in the DC universe is about to change. Every single post. So. What does that mean? Is that just him, you know, putting this up, building this new movie up, or is Black Adam going to be a really central character going forward? Probably a little bit of both. Uh, listen, you have someone like The Rock, mm-hmm. right? And we didn't even talk about Shazam. And I'll, I, I apologize for not saying before, I thought it was a good movie. So we can throw that into their good movie list as well. <laughs> Four good uh, movies. Yeah, and good still towards the bottom of the the Marvels, but I think uh, someone like that could really set the tone. So, I I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, like you probably need someone of his stature to kind of like get you where you need to go. Because again, and we've talked about this so many times, you know, they got a major, major actor to play this leading role in Iron Man for super cheap. Like, they got someone who was down in the dumps, who was amazing, and they turned the guy's life around, and he turned like the movies around. So, I mean, if you get someone of The Rock's caliber, I mean, so the problem is, listen, The Rock isn't an actor, right? He's an actor, but he's not an actor. Like, he's, right. a, he's a football player turned wrestler turned actor. So he's not going to carry, he's not going to like, hey, yeah, is he good? Do I enjoy watching him? Absolutely. Is he on the level of the Benedict Cumberbatch, the Robert Downey Juniors? You know, I don't think so. But he gets people in the seats. Mm-hmm. And if he has input, I think he listens to the right people too. Yeah. So hopefully this hierarchy means – and again, I've also heard rumors that him and Cavill are close. They all, they all have the same trainer. Like his wife is like uh, Cavill's publicist, his ex-wife. Oh, really? Uh, Rocks, yeah. So there's a there's a lot of like dynamics oh, wow. behind the scenes going on there. So, I mean, maybe you know, Superman shows up in this movie. I think there's potential to fix what they already have instead of dumping it and trying it again, because there's good characters. Listen, people yeah. like Cavill, man. People like Godot's Wonder Woman. People like Momoa's Alfred. I mean, these other guys. Uh, sorry, Momoa's Aquaman. <laughs> Uh, Momoa would be great as Alfred. Imagine they did that. that would they be did really like, if and Momoa as yeah, Alfred. No, <laughs> no you're, I totally see what you're saying. But I, so I think in answering the question that we're trying to answer, what do they have to do? They need to not try and shove so much into this movie, into this Flashpoint movie, because as you're saying, it has the chance to you know totally rejuvenate everything, and if it's done the right way, it could go wrong really easily. I think. Also, I did. You know. And if you've read the if you've read the comic books, there's a lot to that storyline. I mean, there's lots of branches that come off the main lit. Like, let's is one movie enough? Also, so so, so, I, so JJ, I want to just add to what you're saying, and what both you're saying, both of you are saying, is this movie can't end in a conclusion. Mm-hmm. This no, that's the this thing. This needs yes. to be a start. Yes, that it needs to be a start. That leads to like five, six, ten movies. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and that's what this needs to be. I mean, maybe if they want to, you know, clear up some of the time travel stuff in this one, fine. But like the the end result of what happens because of it 
needs to be the foundation of what they build this. If this is a one-shot movie, they're they're doomed. Yeah. It's doomed. The whole thing's doomed. It can't be. Yeah, it really, it really can't, can't be. I, I mean, I'll tell you this as a fact to date. I have never seen a movie Michael Keaton was in that I didn't like. <laughs> I also want to tell you I've never seen Jack Frost or Multiplicity, though. So if those, I was going to ask you about the Lifetime movies. He was about, in Lifetime. What about, he was. what about Gung Ho? I haven't seen Gung Ho either. Oh, what was Gung Ho? That was when he was a car. He uh, worked at a, a car factory, the China, uh, the Japan car factory. Uh, you didn't see that? That was fun. It's one of my favorite Michael Keaton movies. I've seen one good cop. One of my favorite movies he's in with Andy Garcia. I think it's called Desperate Measures. Absolutely fantastic. I recommend it highly watching it. Michael, Keaton, no. Michael Keaton was in a, a Lifetime movie called Penthouse North, for those of you who want to watch. Okay. Okay. <laughs> also a movie where he was a president and his daughter was Katie Holmes. Oh, I like that one, too. <laughs> first, first, first daughter. She was that one. She was so, all right, so there's probably some bad Michael Keaton movies out there, but... <laughs> Hopefully this isn't one of them. I haven't but, seen any of those bad ones, so I'm so, gonna see this. So so we need continue out continuous on this branch. Like we yeah. need a flashpoint, but it needs to be broken up into several different parts and branches off from there. I mean the, the Lois Lane had a separate story in the whole flashpoint. Mm -hmm. You know, Green Lantern. All these I don't want to. I don't want to solo. You know, but I, but I like I like that I like that that storyline though. That was a good storyline for me. It was. You know. Um, so I mean, like what you're saying. I think there's a, a opportunity to use the comics. I don't think they need to get into the nitty gritty like that. Um, if they wanted to go to HBO, if they can get to a point where they're linking this stuff to what they're doing on HBO Max mm -hmm. and. Link it you up, know, yeah. There's no reason not to. If you're not going to have any connectivity between this Pattinson Robert, uh, Batman movie, then just finish it and that's it. Let yeah. that be the last movie where things aren't interconnected Definitely. because it just doesn't make sense. Like People, again, like you have to realize that if you go out in the world, there's not enough intelligent people out there to figure this shit out. <laughs> I mean, they don't understand. Like, well, well, why is this guy not in the movie? I don't yeah. understand. Is it five Batmans? <laughs> I'm sorry, Matthew McConaughey. I didn't mean to make fun of you. <laughs> I mean, you think Matthew McConaughey gets what's going on? Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm I'm so worried for a four-hour Zack Snyder flashpoint. Then that's it. I mean, if it's they tell me this movie's three and a half hours and it's one movie. Um, I'm done. Yeah, no chance. I'm done. Done. Yeah. All right, but I think there's high hopes for DC. <laughs> high hopes. We got to be optimistic. Listen, I want them to succeed at this because, again, they've got great stories. The stories are great. Great stories, great characters. They just got to get on this. Iconic characters. Yeah. They're just, I don't, I They're don't being wasted, get it. Honestly. It's so bad. Yeah, and that's what we have to say about that. I mean, what, what, I mean imagine if Disney, if it was swapped, Disney had the DC line. Fantastic. Like, <laughs> I, I still, I'm still not convinced they're not going to eventually buy this and do like a massive cross Marvel vs. DC oh cross. And you know what they would do? Everyone you liked, they would keep. Everyone who's like, meh, they're like, all right, we'll get our own people. Yeah. That's exactly what they do. They bring over Henry, they bring over Jason, and they bring over Gal. Probably, everyone else, yeah. everyone else yep. would get scrapped. Yep. No doubt. Maybe, maybe <laughs> Jeremy. Like, don't scrap Jeremy. 
Like you can scrap Ben Affleck, but just yeah. leave Jeremy Irons. <laughs> uh, not, not that guy, Ezra, Flash, Ezra. He's okay. Like, he's, again, not, he's like, good. He's not like it's not like people associate with him with Flash though right now. You know. Yeah, I mean, I still think Grant Gustafson gets more credit for being Flash than he does. Hell, I think John Wesley Ship still gets more credit for being Flash. <laughs> <laughs> it's but, not a household name. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. All right. right. And that's what we have to say about that. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, So if you don't already, uh, please subscribe. I know we're going to try to start doing that at the beginning of the episode because you might not still be watching at this point. But if you are, we appreciate (laughs) you. Uh, But please hit that subscribe button. We'd love to hear your, uh, your, your questions or comments in the comments section just right down there below. You see that little uh bell over there hit that too you'll get notifications whenever we drop a new episode here on uh, youtube and if you're subscribing you can, there's also a notification button on all your podcast streaming uh services as well uh we are also available to contact on instagram at li comic guys mm-hmm. and you're also on t- facebook, facebook. yeah you'd be surprised you'd be surprised but JJ checks, checks it. If you want to chat up JJ, <laughs> I'm the old guy. That's where I go. And, uh, we do. We also have a, a podcast specific at Don't Feed the Geeks Instagram, but nobody's put anything there for about a month. So uh, maybe soon we'll have new information there for you to uh, to, to enjoy. <laughs> but that's all we got for today. Uh, JJ or Toy Story, you have anything else to add? No, oh. just you guys got to remember. Don't feed the geeks.